You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. What impact does the new wild card have on the MLB trade deadline? And Jerry Jones is at it again on the next edition of the Most Valuable Podcast, MVP. Hello. Hi. Do you want to go to a party with me? No. The game's on. Oh, I almost forgot. I'll be right there. We like sports and we don't care who knows. From shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Football, 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 tennis, hockey. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Most Valuable Podcast MVP on the Next Wave Radio Network. Here I am again. I'm Fisher. And I'm Danny. And here we are, man. I mean, uh, one week later, one week removed from uh, one of the slower sports weeks, and uh, a lot of things ramped up in seven days, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. A few a few things sports-related happen, you know? Hashtag sports. Speaking of hashtags, follow us on Twitter. At MVP, that was really quick. I know. At MVP Next Wave, and then, of course, like us on Facebook. Might be a record. The most valuable podcast. What, on Segways? <laughs> or Twitter plugs. Oh, yeah. Well, I kind of made it a personal mission to actually work it in there uh, so people can actually... Like uh, nine ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see any of that? Wait. On Raw Monday night, they would oh, not shut oh, up about, about the that? network. Right, they right, right. They plugged it as much as they could. Well, that's probably because it's you oh, know, sucking lack, real bad. those subscriptions. Yeah, well... It doesn't suck. They just can't sell it. Yeah, well... It, I use it every morning. Right, right. It's a great cardio tool. Oh yeah, I can understand that. Um, I still haven't brought brought myself, and I, you know, I'm a lifelong wrestling fan. I still haven't brought myself to actually buy it for ten dollars a month. I guess I'd, I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why. Free time, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'd be afraid like I'd lose get, myself in a like, vortex. Yeah, because there was a long time I didn't even use it. I bought it. I was like, <laughs> why do I have yeah, this? I guess oh, I should well. start using it. Yeah, and now oh, it's yeah. the greatest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll look into that. Maybe I'll buy myself a Christmas present later on. There you go. Depends on what McMahon does to raise the prices of it, since it's, yeah, it's not doing so well, right? It'll happen. Maybe I'll get a prize for being the next person to buy it. Be like, oh, thank you for <laughs> saving my network. <laughs> well, it's the, it's the free pay-per-views that's screwing them. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, like just, you can't, you you can't do you that, You could have done pay-per-views half price. and Yeah, and that would have made things so much better. Yeah. But yeah, having $10 a month and then, you know, here's the ones that we used to charge $40 a month or $50, I guess. Yeah, I think Mania is 50 and then all the rest are 40 Oh, okay. I think. But I, still. I never buy them. I don't know. Yeah, I'm exactly. Because it's always 10 bucks for, you know, sharing and stuff. Yeah. So anyway, wow, that was a, that's yeah. a quick derailment. Wow. What, what did I say was the opener in this? Oh, the trade deadline. Uh, trade right, deadline. right, right. So that happened Real today. sports. That happened. <laughs> Yikes. That happened the day after... Uh, after we got off the air, and uh, yeah. gee, I, I woke up and boom, there was news yeah. right there. <laughs> um, it's pretty so, crazy. So right, the first bit of news then was going to be with uh, with John last with John Lester, not John Laster. Yeah, Although he was in last place, wasn't he? Boom. <laughs> Good one. That's right. Thanks. Appreciate that. John Lester going to Oakland, which um, was pretty shocking because as of Wednesday night, it was the Tigers and Pirates that were in on him. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then. Well, I'll tell Hashtag you, mystery team shows up. Yeah, and I don't think anybody expected. Of course, you know everybody knew that Oakland was kind of going for it all right now, but yeah. I don't think anybody saw him saw them going to get John Lester. And I think what they gave up for it is is honestly even more shocking. Yeah, right. That's um, uh, man. I didn't know what to how to wrap my head around that one. Yeah, I was like, man, Oakland's a pitching team. They don't give up much runs, but but the problem man, is. So here's my here's my thoughts on this, and and tell me if you think Oakland actually did make the right move. All right, they had a pretty decent pitching staff, you know. And I mean, adding Samarja really did kind of put them over the top. And yeah. of course, now Lester, that's 
unbelievable, obviously. But Yoena Cespedes was one of their top producers. He was the top producer in that lineup. Um, He was the superstar name. Yeah. The powerhouse. The guy in the middle of the lineup that you had to pitch around to get to. You didn't want to put anybody on base in front of him because you don't know what was going to happen. Um, you didn't want to hit the ball to him because he would throw you out he would at throw whatever you out. base you were running to. Right. And, and, yeah, that's all good defensively and stuff. And and here I am. I'm speaking particularly from an offensive perspective okay. and the fact that, you know, it, that's – yeah, that's a huge hole in the middle of the lineup, right? Yeah. This isn't like if Lester went to the Tigers, say, and they traded. Well, they don't. They don't really have any power outfielders, or maybe you know Tory Hunter or something. You know that yeah. that could be. But you've got Miguel Cabrera. You've got uh, Victor Martinez in that lineup to kind of make up for that. You've got the power over in Oakland, though. You mean you've got the first person close is Donaldson, but exactly like, even it, then he's not a power hitter he's a he's just a good hitter he's a good hitter he's not he's not the power threat that Cespedes was you've got what Moss he's you know he's He's hit or miss he's hit or miss with the power um really everybody on that team Reddick's Reddick's been kind of quiet this season and it's because of his injuries um everybody on Oakland is kind of hit or miss um and usually when the rest of the team wasn't going okay, Cespedes was there to at least pick them up. You know, they could grind out at bats, they could get on base, and then Cespedes could be the guy that drove them in, right? Um, now it's if the whole team, if anybody around that middle lineup area isn't going well, that's their run production. I mean, you could put your bottom of the guy lineup or uh, bottom of the lineup guys on, but nobody's going to be able to drive him in. Uh, Coco Crisp is not really a. a guy an rbi guy you know he's he he has his spot power and he's the guy that gets on base right he's your he's, fire he's starter. Your speed yeah um so it, it was just kind of confusing because while it's true pitching pitching does win championships you you do still you have still to, need sco- to score, score and that was the guy producing majority of your your scores yeah scoring yeah i know runs, what you're saying whatever yeah. whatever you want to call it <laughs> Um, and then, of course, I thought the move was really interesting for Boston um, to to get Cespedes in a lost season for them. Now, I I understand they probably see him as a valuable member of next year's Red Sox and yeah. stuff. Um, so I'm not entirely sure what they're expecting Cespedes to to do over there for him right now, except to just assimilate himself. Yeah. Well, they they even said you know they're preparing to contend next season. Sure. So well, yeah, adding I, Cespedes that's great, but. Their rotation is gone. Yeah, it is. And unless they make... So, like, I mean, they're going to have to make some kind of moves in the offseason. Sure. And, I mean, this all comes around with is Lester... They must be banking big time on Lester being able or wanting to come back to Boston. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it'll be at a discounted rate Everyone in Boston pretty much thinks it's a given. Guys like Bill Simmons, like, they're certain he's coming back next season. And see, I'm... I'm not so sure. I'm not either. Um, mostly because I don't know, and I'm I try to stay away from the you know objective things like the like the respect thing. Like oh, you guys screwed me when I asked for when I said I'd take the hometown discount, and you would, and you lowballed me even then. I try to stay away from that kind of stuff. I just think that from a logical perspective, he's he's gonna want to go to some place that'll be more willing to pay him, you yeah. know, or some place that's that's and good I, front. And do you think that's Oakland? Hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, what I said. That's well, it, it's it's interesting. You know, like a couple of years ago, I would have said no, um, because they're they're more willing to let the big name guys go um, in order to keep with their homegrown stuff. But now with this new philosophy, this whole 
Uh, let's go ahead and win it now. It's all about this year and next year, maybe the year after that. Um, maybe Bean does open up the wallets. Maybe he does decide to try to keep Lester. And, and of course, he's got some Marja through next year. Yeah. Uh, and then the rest of his staff is obviously performing at you know entry level salary. But um, you know, if you're going to spend money on any big name guy, I would think depending on how he performs the rest of the year, Lester's the guy. Yeah. Um, it's just, God, it's such a risky move it, Yeah. on Oakland's end. Real, like, real risky. With Boston, you're like, uh, yeah, I can't sign that fast enough. Yeah, exactly. Because you're yeah. getting Cespedes. Is this the second or third year in the majors? Third? Third? Yeah. But still, he's still in his prime. Right. And, you know, Lester's probably still there too. Mm-hmm. But Cespedes is that. I don't know. He's that one. He's the X factor. Yeah, he's on that a team, force you know? in your lineup. Yeah, and Boston already has that with Ortiz. So you have Ortiz and Cespedes in the same lineup. Everyone talks about it. The protection that Ortiz gets now. Yeah. I mean, like, um, it's cool to have Nap behind you, but um, but he's, having Cespedes he's so in inconsistent, there. Yeah, know? exactly. So it, it's really nice to have that kind of threat that Cespedes is. Um, and I and I think next year offensively the Red Sox are going to be fantastic yeah. in what's probably going to be Ortiz's last year I would think. Um, then you look in the outfield uh, of of Boston. You got Cespedes. You're going to have Jackie Bradley Jr. in there. Uh, and then right field. Oh, you got Alan Craig. What about a? Uh, Except he's the, injured uh, right now. But I mean for next year you got Alan Craig. But um, Brock, the Brock kid. Oh, yeah, Brock Holt. Yeah. But Holt can either be outfield or he can profile as your third baseman or first baseman, depending on what you want to do with Knapp. Um, Shane Victorino is expected to be back next year. Of course, he's out for the rest of the season, but and, and you don't know if he'll actually come back in full force next year. Right. Um, so they so Boston did a good job of retooling for next year and stuff. Not not a full on rebuild, you know, but they definitely did a yeah. good job retooling. I mean, I'd say for the long run at this point. I think Boston got the better end of this trade. Yeah, me because too. Because while Lester does help you for this season, right. it's this season because you don't know if you're going to have him next season. Yeah, you don't. Like uh, it's Billy Bean basically went uh, all in this season. It's, or, it's or World Series it. or bust for Oakland. Yeah, yeah, it if is. If they don't win, that trade's a bust. And what's what's I don't I don't know about confounding because I mean it it it's not really a desperation move on Bean's part, honestly, but. It's not like they've they've got a healthy lead in the division. Yeah. I mean the Angels are right there, right there on their on their heels. Um and I mean you'd have to do it in in head-to-head matches between Oakland and Los Angeles to to finally decide it, I guarantee. Yeah. Um but I mean like as of last night, actually as of last night, okay, there was a one game lead, now it's a two game lead, I think, but uh you know, it's it's not inconceivable to see the Angels and Oakland tied at the end of this week no. for first place. Um, and the Angels are quietly staying in it too. You don't hear a whole lot about. Yeah, them. they really are. And the the thing is, it's it's not the big names that that are doing. I mean, no. Pujols is. is being Pujols, but but I mean, aside from that, it's like Weaver's not not being Weaver. Uh, CJ Wilson's really not being CJ Wilson. And he he hit the disabled list for the first time. Yeah. You know, that hurts too. Um, but it's 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 your Hamilton Garrett Richards stinks. guy. Mm. Yeah, it's your Garrett Richards. And, it's, uh, it's people like Cole Calhoun yeah, and J.B. Shuck and, and those guys um, that are really stepping you know, up. Trout's been... Trout's been Trout, yeah, honestly. It, he really has. But it's it's hard to be the one-man crew on that, you know? Um, so I... 
I, I, I just like the way that the Angels are doing it. And, uh, you know, the, the me of two years ago is going, why are you rooting for the Angels? But I kind of am. Maybe it's because I'm rooting so hard against Billy Bean to go ahead and fail after all of these moves. Yeah. Sorry, I mean, I hate Oakland both of those teams, so... Right. But sorry, Oakland fans. But, I mean, I, I you know, I think it'd be kind of nice to see the Angels in the in the postseason over the A's. But, uh, uh, if if they won a wild card or if they lost in the first round, yeah, I'd be fine with Oh, that. yeah, 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 sure. I'm not saying I want to see him yeah. go super deep or anything like that. See, with um, me, with Oakland, like, they irk me, but I'm not like, God, I hate those guys. I'm just you're like, more that man, way with the Angels. Yeah. Just like man, why are these guys so good? Because there's just a bunch of nobodies on their team, and now even more so, you know. Yeah, but it's really it's, weird to, really weird to yeah. see uh, Lester and Samarja in those colors. By the yeah. way, it's, I watched I watched some of Lester pitch the other day, and he was wearing the mustard yellow yeah. one too. That was whoo, <laughs> what are you doing? That was weird. So here's yes. a question for you on the other side, on the Boston side of things, right? Uh, it's the winner. Are you going after Scherzer or are you going after Lester? Uh, you know, I'm just trying to be realistic. It'd be, I'd go after Lester because you're more likely to land Lester. Yeah, and Scherzer's more likely to stay in Detroit. You really think so? I you think really so, yeah. think Scherzer's going to? Why stay wouldn't in he? Uh, they have price through he, next year, right? Yeah, but that's the thing. Like he's, you know, he's due a big salary for next year, and then what? You know, what's to stop Detroit from potentially? Extending price. Price is younger than Scherzer well, by like a couple price, of years. Let's see what price does. Oh, Scherzer right. won you how many games last year? Uh, yeah, right. 20, whatever. 21, 20, 22, 000? something like that. Yeah. Um, so but that's like, a good point. You know, is Scherzer a free agent this year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. that's the whole thing because uh, Detroit wanted to extend him. They offered him a really decent contract at the beginning of this year, and he turned it down. He was like, I'm going to go out and you know show that I'm worth a little more than this. He wants Kershaw money. Yeah, um, and it'd be interesting to see if he gets it. I just think if you're Detroit, you sign Scherzer and then just see what happens with Price. Because yeah. if he does good for you, then you have him for next year, and that's yeah, good. And you have him for Danny. next year, and then you worry about his contract after that, or he has decent numbers, and you trade him next year at the deadline. Yeah. Oh or boy, or he sucks, and you just let him go at the end of the year. Yeah. yeah. Boy, that would be. He gave up two bombs yesterday. He so. did. He did. But they Tigers, were... Tigers still won. But right. But those bombs last night were also. Uh... They were New York bombs. Those are Yankee specials. <laughs> believe Yankee me. Stadium bombs. That was that was some that was some right field porch magic right there. Yeah. Um, I hate that field. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty bad. Um, the other big, of course. Yeah, okay, so we were talking about it, right? Price and the Tigers and stuff. Um, obviously, the big question is: Did Tampa Bay get enough? You know, like from if, what I understand, I'd say they got enough because every everything I've been hearing, and it's just local, mm-hmm. but they're comparing what Tam- Tampa got to a Perez and a Profar. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, I guess that's okay, you know, for them. Um, I don't see Smiley as a Perez type person, though. Yeah, um, I think I, th- I was. Who else did they get? They got a my an 18 year old minor league shortstop okay. prospect who, uh, according to. Tampa Bay people, Friedman's super high up on. Like, really, really likes They just him. got him and Smiley? Yeah. Why were they comparing Perez to Smiley? I don't know. Uh, I was, that's, I was that's thinking they I, got someone else and Smiley. No, that's what it, that's what that's what confuses me is that that's you know Smiley. Weird. I don't agree with what I heard then at all. <laughs> Smiley's uh, he's okay. He's a Smiley's good... got the stuff of, uh, available, but he needs so much refinement. Maybe that's what Tampa's thinking. You know, yeah, with maybe. a lost season this year, maybe they're thinking they'll work on him 
the rest of this season and hopefully develop him into something super special. I mean, look what they did with freaking Eric Bedard before they released him. Right. That was crazy. But then again, Bedard got released, so you know, there's yeah, that. But if Smiley's a good piece, I guess he's yeah, not. He's I your three or four. Yeah, he's he. But with that that rotation, if they're healthy, of course. Yeah. You know, Hellickson and Archer. Matt Moore mm-hmm. and Chris Archer too, definitely. Yeah. So. so he's a good piece to have in there with that rotation if it's healthy. I mean, yeah, he's a complimentary piece. He's not the front line he's guy. He's not. He's by no means your ace, even if he is on you know. And the shortstop the worst kid, team. I wonder if he. I mean. I don't. He's not going to be major league ready next year. He's probably a couple of years yeah, away. Yeah, two or from three competing. at least, probably being oh, eighteen. Just yeah. depends on how good he is. Exactly. You know, um, Trout was nineteen when they called him up. So who knows? Sure. I'm just thinking of like where he is level wise. I mean, he's crap. I don't remember what level he's at, but I mean, he's not higher than double A. Um, so I, I don't know. If the Rays were happy with what they got, obviously, yeah. then I guess they did get enough. And. Um, also, that was a three-team deal, so Austin Jackson goes from the Tigers to Seattle. Um, man, bless Seattle, man. They're trying to make a damn push for this thing. Yeah. It, I don't think it's going to work. No, they're gonna, they're not completely out of it, but... They're they're going to make it entertaining, but I ultimately don't think that that wild card belongs to them. Nah. I don't think so. Um, but I tell you what, they're, they are fun to watch. They really are. They're kind of even more understated than the Angels are. You know, they come out, they play good ball, and you're like, oh, crap, Seattle just played a really good game. You How know? far it's... is Seattle back? I don't even... Um, we'll look it up here real quick. Because uh, I don't... They're one of those quiet teams I don't hear a lot about either. Because the only news I really see is Sports Center at the gym. Yeah. And I never really see any Seattle highlights, so I never know what's going on with them. Well, you know, and that's always going to be the case. King, uh, they're, I only, know Felix they're only is... half a game out I know on the Felix... wild card. No. Because so. I know I know Felix is eleven and three. Yeah, and and Felix is always going to be the man, yeah. as it were. Um, I do wonder. Of course, you know you have Cano with that giant contract there. I wonder if Seattle's going to end up trying to make a push for any big free agent starters next year. Um, it would make sense, but you got to see how Taiwan Walker develops, uh, continues to develop, yeah. and you know you got to hope Iwakuma keeps doing what he does. Um, but yeah, I think Jackson's a good choice for that. They had a definite need for a center fielder. Uh, and I don't think anyone thought it was going to come from Detroit, no. you know. It's, so, but um, Detroit had him had Jackson to give up. So yeah, they had Jackson to give up, and really now they can lose, plug in Rajai Davis much, in there. You know, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, good moves all around. Yeah. I think it was that kind was, of a. When was the last trade deadline where we had two really big moves like that? Well, nothing involving major leaguers, which I yeah. think is what made this one of the more talked about more. Uh, more exciting trade I was trying to wrap was, my I was trying to rack my brain because I I knew we would talk about the trade deadline obviously yeah, but yeah, I was yeah. like I, I wanted to ask you like what is the last really big trade deadline we've had where there were so there was so much going on yeah because I, I we haven't even mentioned as Drupal Cabrera going to the Nationals because he was that was a super interesting move yeah because he he hasn't been much but like what two seasons ago he was the guy and for me, Cleveland. for the Indians, that seemed like a trade just to just to trade him and get him out of there, yeah. you know? Uh, I don't think they really needed to trade him, and I don't think the Nationals necessarily needed to, you know, to take him. I mean, unless they, they obviously don't think Danny Espinosa is good enough to be your every their everyday second baseman, or and, of course, with Zimmerman out, that kind of complicates things. You, yeah. you have Randone there at the corner, but um, I don't know. I, I thought that was a weird move. Yeah. Um, 
and then the Yankees went ahead and tried to get make themselves better. They got Martin Prado. Um, okay, but but I mean that's that's a good move for them. Who you else? Know, did they, they they got someone else too. Um, at the deadline, they got. It wasn't Marlon Bird. <laughs> we can get to <laughs> oh, that boy. in a little bit. Oh boy, that was funny. <laughs> Fake Twitter accounts, man. man. Falling for him. That's uh, that's weird. Yeah. That, I thought they traded for someone else too. Yeah, they pro- they probably did. Um, but again, the fact that we don't yeah. necessarily know, I know they, exactly they got Headley, you know, last week. They before. got Headley the week before. He, again, good move, was, I think. But you know, it definitely definitely holds up third base for him for the future. Yeah, um, I think that was good. Um, yeah, man, I can't think of who it is. Like even a big like news news making trade, I can't. I as far as I could remember was Cliff Lee. Yeah, the the cliff and that wasn't was even huge. the trade deadline. That was the All Star break. But yeah, that was before then. Because um, he pitched the weekend before the All Star game. Yeah, and I mean you can't count the Ryan Dempster or Matt yeah. Garza trades as. I mean, I guess the Matt Garza trade was kind of big, but again, that was more that was for prospects. And the big thing about this year was that it was major leaguers for major leaguers. Those yeah. were like straight up, and and I think that has a lot to do with the whole idea that there are two wild card teams now. Probably the fact that everything is so close. I mean, you know, we mentioned the Angels being right there on the uh, on the Athletics neck, and they're eight games up as the first wild card. That's pretty cool. Uh, you got, uh, and I mean, Kansas City, even though they're probably not going to win the division away from the Tigers, they're only half a game out. They're tied with the Mariners. The there. wild card race is going to be very interesting. It's going to be sure. outstanding. I'm, if, I'm if super this, excited if about the that. season keeps the pace it's at now yeah and i and i, I see no reason to think it won't i mean every game is going to be exciting because every game definitely does matter from this point on yeah it's going to be good um and then over in the al east you know the 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 close-knit uh race for first place between toronto baltimore and of course the yankees i mean it's just that that, yeah, that gets juggled up in the air those teams don't look like they're going to slow down any no uh it's, I was expecting Toronto to fall off any time. Yeah, like, yeah, but but I mean they're they're the second wild card right yeah. now. As weird as that is, and I'd kind of like to see them in the playoffs. You would, yeah. I want to see, kinda, what, see, see the team that was supposed to be there two years yeah, ago. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The everyone's AL favorite from last season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I want to see what Joey Bats does in the playoffs. I want to see what R. A. Dickey does in the playoffs. No kidding. Nah, I mean, I know that seems weird because it's freaking R. A. Dickey and nobody. Nobody really heard of him until he won the Cy Young two yeah. years ago. But, uh, but yeah, I'd be interesting to see that knuckleball perform in the playoffs and see what that does on a national scale. Oh man, yeah, people it'll will be, be like, fun because nobody, nobody on a national scale this day and age has seen the freaking knuckleball. You yeah. know, everyone's gonna look at that pitch and go, "What the hell did he just?" Yeah, because Tim Wakefield, he was at his, you know, he was in his prime, and then he, it was a long time before the, he retired but he disappeared for a while and i was like oh knuckleball guy still pitches right and i mean the last time you heard tim wakefield in the news was for his 300th win and yeah. like he was struggling to get that he yeah. was searching for a while to get it um but anyway yeah super exciting baseball stuff um and i mean we'll i'll give out our first round of mvps here for uh for the baseball world here uh, obviously, on the local side, uh, Robinson Chirinos and <laughs> Adam Rosales. <laughs> what, what is what is happening in Texas Rangers baseball? Two home run games for both of those guys. Uh, Chirinos last night and JP and or uh, <laughs> JP had it last week, but uh, Adam Adam friggin' Rosales today. That's weird. Um, Javier Baez gets an MVP because. He also gets an LVP though because in his in his major league debut he went like 0 for 4 with three strikeouts <laughs> but then his 
his one hit, his first major league hit, is the game-winning home run against Colorado in extra innings. Okay. All right. <laughs> and it was like an, it, it, it was a massive shot, too. It was huge. Um, M- MVP to A.J. Preller, I guess, for you know the yeah, international director for of scouting him. for the Rangers is now the general manager of the Padres. I, let me ask you, okay. because you follow the Padres and obviously the Rangers. Is that a huge loss for Texas, or is it just like, man, it sucks he's leaving, but you know, good for him? Uh, it's pretty big, honestly. Uh, okay. You you look at all the. I'm hearing Ben Rogers panic like he always does, so I'm just like, I don't know how serious to take this because. Well, look at all the talent that uh, that the Rangers have brought up and signed in the last few. You're right. looking at Profar. You're looking at Sardinius. You're looking at Halfaro. You're looking at. Um, who who else? Who else? My Gallo. Well, yeah, Gallo, but Gallo wasn't on the international scene. But all those international prospects that are coming up, uh, Martin, Leonis Martin, yeah. uh, those all had AJ Preller's prints on them. Okay, uh, I know because I know he's like our third string GM. Yeah, basically. But I mean, he was the guy that looked in the Dominican yeah. market and was like, "That's the guy you need to go get." Okay. Um, so that is kind of a huge loss for the Rangers if they wanted to keep developing internationally if they wanted to keep scouting and bringing in players uh from the dominican yeah that's pretty big that's a pretty big loss because he's a he's a great scout and that's what the padres need man the padres need to have they need more... great anything yeah at this point but they uh, they need they need talent in the pipeline yeah. they need they need a future to look forward to because right now you've got the stars that are on the field um and maybe one or two other guys that are sitting in the minors but nobody that excites you on the san diego side no. so um, really good pickup for the Padres. It's a five-year deal uh, announced as announced earlier today, and five years is just about the time that a GM should have to turn an organization mm-hmm. around. And by that time, you'll be able to see if you want to extend them and keep them if around. The Padres are still where they're at, then then yeah, get them out. Get them out. He's done. But the Padres have gone through like three GMs in the last like five years, I think. Yeah. So I mean, this they would be haven't a nice... had one for a month now. Yeah. This would be a nice stability thing for him. That's yeah. good. Um, uh, one of the finalists, uh, and I'm not going to talk about the Yankees guy, but um, one of the other finalists was a female, uh, Kim, hmm. Ng, and uh, she uh, she was one. She was going to be the first female uh, executive in Major League Baseball, uh, you know, at least on a well-known scale. And so that will now segue to basketball and the Spurs. Um, Talk about coming out of left field, right? Interesting move. It it is very interesting. I can't, I can't just like poo-poo it, but because I don't know anything about her. Right, I don't either. I mean, I know she, you know, just recently retired WNBA star. Um, And so, you know, okay, so here's here's what I wanted to talk about in regards to this. Right, Uh, we just saw the World Cup and the fact that you know soccer is already being uh, more televised through ESPN because of that. It is. Uh, like there, there's soccer matches on ESPN two and all that good stuff, um, and major league soccer matches. And Barclays is getting more hyped up and stuff. Um, do you think that the exposure or that that bringing up uh, what's her, oh crap I don't even remember her name I Becky Hammond? Becky Hammond that's right I knew it was Hammond I pulled that out of my ass that's, no that's good <laughs> okay. I knew I knew it was Hammond but I I I was I was about to say Maggie for some unknown reason but uh, yeah Becky Hammond. Um, her being kind of on that more, uh, like higher regarded, God, I try not to sound sexist, that higher regarded spotlight at the National Basketball Association. Do you think that'll bring more attention to WNBA no, and what it no, stars? No. no, you don't think no. so? 
Even to her team? No. Uh, I mean, I no. guess if Brittany Griner wasn't going to do it, then no. nobody else will. Okay. Not happening. Okay, I was just wondering, because, you know, we talked about this during the Olympics and the, you know, women's hockey and stuff like that, you know, and wanting to see potentially something like that. Um, but you think the WNBA is still going to be no, in the... I don't think anyone cares about WNBA today. <laughs> Except like, oh, for this a, there's move. A, there's a woman who used to be there. But what if she What if she ends up doing awesome things with him? With maybe, Pop? man. And what if Pop, you know, starts to transition and maybe... What if she ends up being the head coach? Cool. I, don't know. I, don't know. I still yeah. don't think people are going to watch women play basketball. All right. Fair enough, fair enough. Send me your, your sexist hate. <laughs> <laughs> at Center Stage just, DS yeah. or at MVP Next Wave. Just, how long has WNBA been around now? Um, long enough. And for, nobody cares. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I don't even know how long it's been around. But uh, I don't know. I just, I just think it'd be, uh, it'd be interesting to see if people are like, huh, from the WNBA and she's doing this. I guess I, you know, I guess I want to see what uh, what they're doing down there. Maybe the next NBA executive is is going to come up through there. I don't know. And because you brought up Brittany Griner and yeah. everyone cared when she was at Baylor, and now nobody cares that she's in WNBA. It's like okay, yeah, she's, true. She might as well be dead. Yeah. Oof. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. True. 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 No, you're no, That's you're right. How you're... Nobody cares about that sport. That's true. You I even look because for whatever reason. My gym will have it on a WNBA game sometimes <laughs> on one of the TVs. Yeah. And, like, you see the stands and There's nothing empty. in there. Yeah. I wonder what it would take to get that. I don't know, man. Uh, a, a League of Their Own type movie for the WNBA. I guess so. And you, know, you got to believe. If Joanna Man didn't put w- WNBA <laughs> over the top, I don't know what will. You know, Joanna, man, oh my god, I can't believe you brought that out. LVP for, <laughs> to yeah, me yeah, for bringing Yeah, except for bringing up Joanna Man. man. I mean... Um, you got to believe somebody's making a movie about that, about Becky Hammond and probably, her story probably coming up. In the works. Yeah, definitely. And do you think this opens up the door for for more female executives to come through in you know predominantly male sports? It might. Just see how she does. Yeah. You know? I mean, I've heard people I mean, say that that the, you know, granted, it's the D League, but the Dallas Mavs they had Nancy Lieberman's or or the the. Dallas Mavs D League team, the yeah, the legends. legends. Mm-hmm. Nancy Lieberman is her their head coach. Yeah, but like she know, puts on camps for kids, you know, like everyone yeah. loves her here. So you know that maybe maybe that is. But the like next me step, and you I could think. go out and play for the D League. So I mean, who really? knows how good of a coach she really There's is? Hope. Yeah. I don't know if I want to have flashbacks to those times <laughs> in my life, but you know that, that's good to know that there's hope. Maybe Jeff will let us know when there's open tryouts. We'll get out there. <laughs> That'd be nice. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be interesting to see more uh, female yeah. coaches, managers, front office execs, and stuff pulling the strings, making the moves, um, and less of the you know Donald Sterling's wife types in yeah. that news, Ugh. you know, in that kind of way. I mean, she's listed as an exec or as an owner of the team, but that's because her crazy husband signed it over to her. But I don't want to see that kind of moves. You know, I want to yeah. see somebody in a I want to see a female GM in baseball. She looks pretty honestly. young too. How old is Hammond? Well, I mean, if she Hammond, just retired, I'm going to say she's probably 30s. less than thirty. Yeah. I was going to say under, but I don't know how long the lifespan of a WNBA player is. I don't so, um, but honest to God, I really just want to see a, a female GM. I would love to see that her like go toe to toe with yeah. these guys and and make the moves. And I, you've seen owners. Let's just see GMs. Yeah, I, I want to see GMs making the moves, yeah. making the baseball moves. I just think that'd be great for the sport, you know? I just want to see Any it. sport would bring attention yeah. to. Yeah. 
You know, you had your female owners like Marge Schott, who was just yeah, who was basically a female Sterling, right? But but I don't know. I think in baseball, with GMs being so, I don't know, so in the news and so yeah, so out there, you hear you about know? them a lot more. You do. You do hear about baseball GMs a lot more you than know, you do about basketball, the basketball, football, football ones. Yeah, couldn't tell you any of them for anyone. Jerry Jones. Well, I'm talking <gasps> not uh, not outside of locally. Segway. Segway. Well, dude, Jerry Jones, I mean, that transcends local. Yeah, I'm talking about <laughs> I mean, other teams. I've, everyone knows who Jerry Jones is. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I but, can... Like, people outside of Dallas, do they know that Ursay? Donnie Nelson is I the, guess they know Ursay, the Mavs GM? Yeah. But Ursay's the owner. Not. Oh, he's not the... Oh, okay. Is he? Yeah, I don't know. I, don't I know, know he's the owner. I feel like Cuban... I, I It's hard to. It's hard for you me know, to forget or to... To realize that Cuban's not the GM, he's yeah. the owner. Really hard for me to realize that, and that's because Cuban's in the spotlight. But, but yeah, I just I baseball GMs being in the spotlight the way they are, I think it'd be great if a female was there. So yeah. get to work on it, all you ladies listening to our show. Yeah. So stop listening to our show. Yeah. Go be a GM. <laughs> just stop kidding. wasting Don't, your lives. Just kidding. Don't stop listening to our show. Let us know that you're listening, <laughs> please. Um, but yeah, we talked about Jerry Jones, yeah, so let's, boom, let's segue. segue. Here we go. Uh, catch us up to it, because I only I saw the pictures and I was like, great, there goes Jerry being stupid again with that creepy uncle, you know, crusty the clown look <laughs> on his face, like, hey kids, look at these females touching me, <laughs> which is scary as hell. But what's the rest of all of that about? Well, I wish I could tell you, but the whole thing <laughs> is so confusing. I can only give you like the. The points my brain remembers. Mm-hmm. So someone took pictures of Jerry Jones in a what I can assume is a bathroom <laughs> with two younger women. One of the pictures it looks like the women is sitting. One of the women are sitting on a toilet. That's good. Uh, another one. A, oh no, it's not good. No. The other, oh. the other female has uh, her face buried in Jerry Jones's crotch. That's all kinds of no good. Yeah, and then the other one is just him hugging a chick, and. Like a creepy old yeah. grandpa. <laughs> and speaking of creepy, like someone gave these pictures to a crazy person, and you mean he decided, God? <laughs> yeah, no, the son of God. Oh, that's right, that's right. Well, I, 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 I was reading that paragraph. It said God gave me these pictures, and I was given a choice. Yeah, but it, he he goes on to say he's the son of God. <laughs> that's even better. Or he said it before then. I don't even know because the whole thing was so crazy. It was like a twenty-page manifesto. <laughs> I wonder if it was his birthday. You know? Maybe. Thank you, God, for these pictures of Jerry Jones. Thanks for the birthday present. I know there that's... was a guy named Twenty Four K involved. <laughs> yeah, that was. Weird. I I briefly skimmed over. <laughs> Who's that. Who's got the Lord's Supper tattooed on his throat? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I I don't. And you're wanting me to explain this whole story to sorry, you? Sorry, no. I I I just think it's weird that this like I don't know. Is this dude blackmailing him? I, don't I mean, know, like because he said though it basically gets summed down to I will protect you, Jerry. Our secret is safe. You can contact me at this number if you really want to know what's going on. <laughs> and hell, I almost called the number to be like, seriously, yeah. what the hell is going on, dude? This, it's, this uh, isn't Jerry, but hey, let's talk. Yeah, uh, you know, we'll get the. I wonder what that conversation know, would be man. like. I kind of want to reenact it, but I kind of don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm interested to know everything about this guy. Should we call him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, but that this... thing was so hard to read. He brought math into it, which, like, that, I'm out already on that. <laughs> <laughs> keep me away from math. Well, three women plus one Jerry yeah. Jones equals... Equals Deadspin. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, it's no mistake... It, y- the yeah, pictures are in, yeah. unmistakably The pictures Jerry. are really the only thing you can understand. Yeah. It's like, okay, I can understand that because I don't have to read anything. And it's not like it's an impersonator. That is unmistakably yeah. Jerry Jones in yeah, those pictures. it's not him. 
And I guess that's where I you guess start. Someone th- I guess everyone thinks, you know, he was set up, and it, he, he, it had to be someone he knew taking those pictures because is he going to just let a rent? Or he was yeah. just so intoxicated that he just didn't know what was going on. Which is true. That's how he fired Jimmy, was drunk. I know who was intoxicated, the dude that wrote that 20-page manifesto. Yeah, man. It that was, was like that dude took ecstasy and just started typing. <laughs> I'd be wondering, it would be great if you like see a follow-up manifesto like, <laughs> I don't actually know what I typed, so sorry about that. Jerry, I photoshopped these pictures of you. <laughs> he, he, he took the X, typed, and then once it wore off the next day, he was like, eh, good enough. Send. <laughs> Here you go, Deadspin. <laughs> see, what to, see what you're going to do with this. I, I think it's funny, because that got, what, released yesterday, yesterday two days ago? Yeah. How is nobody gone and found Jerry and been like, and you want to talk about this? I, yeah. <laughs> like, even even having a local news outlet just say Jerry Jones is unavailable for comment would be okay news in this. Yeah, I think somebody asked Stephen Jones about it yesterday, that's but good. I don't Ask think the guy he, that's not in the pictures. I don't think he gave him anything. Yeah. No, well, but the guy he's the guy that went partying with him last night after the pictures were released. Right, right. But anyway, and yeah, so you said he went partying last night again, yeah. right? That's weird. I, that's the last thing I would do if that kind of thing I came up. I think Jerry's just a figurehead at this point. I think Steven's running that team. You think so? Yeah. You think he's the one making the moves? You think he's the one signing the players? Because all the the player moves seem like they're Jerry-type moves. First-round pick this year. One example was sometime last year, uh, Ben and Skin were interviewing Jerry, and Steven was there. Yeah. And they were like, hey, when you have a kicker of this caliber, don't you want to just go ahead and lock him up, and is that in the plans? And Jerry was like, Trying to sidestep it, but Stephen Jones was just sitting there shaking his head. Yes, like <laughs> it's happening. That's so that's that, great. And that was when everyone was like, "Okay, Stephen's running this team, and huh. Jerry's a mascot." What a terrible mascot! Yeah, he sucks. That's I mean, wonder if he can pull his head off. <laughs> Let's go try. Okay, all right, I'm down with that. I'm down. Um, okay, and okay, so here's. The last before we get into another round of MVP LVP, um, Tiger Woods is out of whatever tournament it was over the weekend. Wasn't one of the big ones, no. But since it's Tiger, everybody wants to you know pay attention to it. Um, he hurt his back, right? Got carted off. There's some question as to the legitimacy of this injury. Um, but what I think is funny is that a lot of people. Most notably, local media covering golf, uh, they were like, yeah, Tiger Woods uh, was just doing a regular swing on a golf course, and he hurt his back. And I thought, okay, so he was just you know chipping one in, and he hurt his back or something. I saw the shot, what he hurt his back on. I'm not a golfer. That's not a regular shot. I was like, he right? He's standing in the sand bunker. He's got one foot up on it, and he, he tries to do this crazy off-balance swing, and then he ends up falling back into the sand pit, and... And that's when he tweaks his back. That wasn't a normal swing. No, it really I wasn't. I didn't see it, so I don't know. Didn't man. see the highlights of it. No. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I sound stupid. But as I, much as much as much as I can't avoid golf because my chick's got a whole golf family. Oh, I'm they sorry. love it. But like, I didn't see any of it. I just heard he he backed out, and I was like, well, that's convenient. Yeah. So and now he's playing this weekend. So he's like, okay. The shot that I th- I'm pretty sure because it's the shot that they continue to show that he hurt his back on. Like I said, he's got one foot in the sand bunker. He's got the other foot on propped on top. He looks like he's 
a dog peeing, honestly. And then he... Well, now I'm sad I didn't see it. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then he goes to, you know, swing it, and it's so off balance, his back gets tweaked, and then he stumbles down the sand pit, and that's when he clutches at his back, and people have to come up and be like, are you okay? And that's when he gets carted off the field. Um, I think that's what it is on. But hey, I just want to say, that's not a normal swing, yeah. honestly. Well, that's not the, the same as... all the experts are saying, quote-unquote experts, who knows, yeah. but he was playing so terribly, and then he... <laughs> Yeah, has wh- that embarrassing spill. Everyone just thinks, yeah, he's he's just, he just doesn't want to play anymore. Right. So okay, so because he's this playing this weekend, so he couldn't have been hurt that bad. Right. Maybe it was just a, a spasm, a yeah. tweak, or something like that. At what point? So Tiger's old, right? At what point during the twilight of your career do you finally end up saying, you know what, I maybe maybe I should just hang it up? Because uh, I mean, like with Jeter. With the road life and stuff, I mean, he was tired of it. You know, he's he's ready to hang it up and stuff. But it's not like he's doing terrible. It's no, not like he he's could a still black hole. play. He can't af- after the season. He could if he wanted to. Um, but how do you like? When do you look at your talent level and everything that you're performing? And be like, man, I should stop. Like Jamie Moyer or like like Tim Wakefield, who's like, I'm just gonna wait to get to 300 yeah. and then I'm gonna get out of it. Um, you know, and, and or I mean, even looking at Kobe. When do you think Kobe's finally going to realize, man, I should stop? <laughs> yeah, never. Is it going to be after the next season-ending injury? Maybe. I don't know. It's hard to assess it with sociopaths because <laughs> they still think they're the greatest in their minds. Right. Tiger still thinks he's the greatest. Kobe still thinks he's the greatest. Do you think Kobe signs another contract after this year? Yeah, of course. You think so? Yeah. To play? Yeah. To play. To actually be on a court mm-hmm. with... Sneakers and mm-hmm. basketball shorts and just with a his, ball in his hand. Just because of his current contract. The fact that he signed that one. I was like, yeah, he'll sign another one after this. God, that... Uh, and, do you, and, well, do you think the Lakers will offer it? Offer it? Yeah. They don't want to lose Kobe. God, that's... They'll pay, they will pay Kobe what they want. That's astounding. That that doesn't make any sense to it me. It doesn't. It's, he's, ter- he's got, it's terrible. But I mean, they if he offered, doesn't retire, you got to not sign him. They already <laughs> offered him one stupid contract. What's going to stop him from... Offering him another one. I like to think common sense, but I mean, I guess that yeah, didn't prevail in the previous I, one. Yeah, it, in a not, salary they will cap, not, they will never let Kobe go. I they mean, like I understand it if you're in baseball and you're giving a dude a bone and you know overpaying him for a couple of appearances here and there in a salary cap less league. But this is the NBA where you need money to buy players and if you're giving it to somebody who's not there I just yeah. uh, I feel like I'm having the same conversation and yeah, the we've had it before happened, but, but the, I just that's Kobe I, yeah who it's hard to assess like I said it's hard to assess it with a sociopath yeah look at Michael Jordan like he was the greatest but he came out of retirement to play for the Wizards like why why <laughs> one, did you do one that one last hurrah gosh I guess I don't know that's uh why yeah, would why would one. Michael Jordan have ever put on another uniform other than the Bulls? See that that's what that's what I don't get. Like why would you settle for something less? Yeah, exactly. The Wizards weren't going to go anywhere. Yeah, and I don't they, even know if they made the playoffs while he was on there. They probably did because the East has always been so terrible. Mm-hmm. But, I know he was an All Star because he he was still Michael Jordan. Right. But still, I mean, like why? Yeah. Why would you do that? But then again, I mean, he is part owner of them now right no he owns the or, hornets 
I thought he wasn't he involved. He was. With he the, was the owner while playing with the Wizards. Oh, that's right. He was. That's right. Yeah. That's what it was. Now right, he right, now right. he owns the Hornets. Well, that was probably why he wanted to play. Hornets, Bobcats, <laughs> he was, Hornets. He was the only one that would give him his own contract. Yeah. That's. And I wouldn't be surprised if he it. plays for the Hornets either. Yeah. Uh, oh boy. Oh, that'd be weird. Doing yeah. his Haynes commercials while he's on the court. Yeah. <laughs> with his Hitler mustache. Yeah, that's that was weird. That needs to not be there, right? <laughs> why did that happen? To, I'm not. I'm not sure. Why is it still happening? Why? Why do <laughs> we have before, tags on before shirts filming that commercial? Him? Who said, "Looking good, Mike"? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody that was like, "That's Michael Jordan right there." That's Michael Jordan. He wants a Hitler mustache. You can he have, can a have one. <laughs> Heil. <Gosh. laughs> All right, MVPs and LVPs. I went through mine for baseball. What do you got? I got an LVP because okay. we, we slightly mentioned it, but that Jim Bowden Twitter meltdown. <laughs> that oh dude, my gosh. That dude needs that yeah, that was Wow. That was weird. And and again, well, I mean the the whole thing was like I didn't I didn't see the original tweet because I don't follow the fake, you know, uh the fake Twitter or whatever, yeah. the the rumor that got started. Um the Phillies. It was the fake Phillies account that tweeted it out, I think. No, it was fake Joel Sherman. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I don't follow the fake Joel Sherman. Yeah. I don't follow fake anybody, honestly. It's just for that reason. Um, fake Joel Sherman tweeted out, Yankees have acquired Marlon Burke. That's right. And so and J- immediately after that, Bowden. real Jim Bowden, Bowden tweeted out, Yankees have acquired Marlon Bird. Yeah, without attributing it to yeah. it, which honestly, more people seem more upset at that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's what they, they all did. do. That's what Chris Broussard does. He gets all his info from Twitter. Yeah. But I mean, but, yeah. I, I think that's funny that more people were upset at that than the fact, and nobody made as much of a deal as Jim Bowden got fooled by a fake Twitter so much as he didn't attribute the fake Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> How dare he? How dare you not attribute How your dare fake he not source? Attribute the fake Twitter for the fake tweet. Let alone the fact that you fell for it. That's but what I don't get. I I think any common sense person would say, ah, just delete that tweet, and they can make fun of me. But for, no, then he went. But he went. <laughs> He like changed his Balls Twitter handle. He changed his Twitter handle. Went on the hacked train. He changed his Twitter handle, deleted his Twitter, uh-huh. and then came back and and the then name put was, out. It became Ralph. Yeah, it, it became something super super <laughs> yeah, obscure. And it, the picture is just an egg, and like the the name was Ralph, and it was like Jimbo Div or something. Now, yeah, Jimbo Div. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Man. And then he comes out and he. Uh, well, first he comes out and he says, my Twitter and my email were hacked. Sorry for the confusion. Yeah, okay. And then like a couple of hours later, he said, I made a mistake. Hashtag confirmed. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so he's trying to be funny. But then but he deleted dude, that one, too. Dude, you're, you, you've you dug yourself so many holes. <laughs> he deleted that one as well. <laughs> so like, bad. It's like, what are you doing? So, or so who's, bad. Who is Ralph? Yeah. <laughs> Why are we talking about a Ralph here? <laughs> Explain that to me, Bowden. Um. I've got an LVP to hand out to everybody in the Arizona Diamondbacks organization. Okay. Uh, you understand. You don't even have why. to explain that one, but go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so, like, the night before the game that I, that in question, uh, Ernesto Frieri, who couldn't hit the broadside of a barn if he underhand tossed it to it, um, hits Paul Goldschmidt in the hand with a fastball, breaks his hand. Okay, I get it. You're the Diamondbacks. You want to be pissed about that. I'd be pissed about that, sure. Yeah. So... In the unwritten rules of baseball manual, page number 1,000, I don't give a crap, um, you are supposed to retaliate uh, against the a player of equal caliber, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if it's somebody who you've never heard of, you don't retaliate because it doesn't matter. Yeah. But Paul Goldschmidt, so the equivalent on the Pirates is Andrew, Andrew McCutcheon. McCutcheon. Uh, 
But the unwritten rules also dictate in section 1.3-ish uh, that you're supposed to do it on the first pitch that you see. Uh, the problem is here in this case that the Diamondbacks wait until like the ninth inning <laughs> and the third pitch in. Yeah. It was the ninth inning. The dude missed him on the first one. Right. It was so a tried to, style. So tried to throw the umpire off and threw an off-speed curveball. Yeah. And then he nailed him. Yeah. With a 90-something mile-an-hour yeah. pitch right in the middle of the back. And now McCutcheon's got a fractured rib. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I mean, I guess tit for tat on that, the, but at the same time. The funny time, thing is, like, before the game, everyone was like, all the writers and stuff were like, yeah, Andrew McCutcheon should probably watch out tonight. Like, yeah. they all knew it was coming. Right. But Everybody I, knew I, it was coming. And, and, you know, I bet you Andrew freaking McCutcheon knew it was coming. I'm sure he knew, knew it was, it was too. But I don't think he but was knew it was coming. But a 95er in the back. In the ninth inning yeah, after he'd on. already been up four times? Come on, man. That's not what you do. If you're going to retaliate, you do it as soon as possible yeah. and be done with it. End it. And then when the ump threw him out, he was just, the, the pitcher's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, uh, what was it, a couple of months ago when Kirk Gibson was giving like high fives to his pitcher or you know fist bumping his pitcher for doing that? Aye, that what a, he was a great player, but what a terrible manager he's been. Yeah, people are starting to say that like Tony LaRusso's influence because he's so hard nosed and old school style. People are starting to say that he's got that kind of influence on Gibson. But I feel like Gibson's always been like that. He always has been that kind of you know you're not playing hard enough, not yeah. gritty, not hard enough. That whole grit thing well, you remember. Gibson's not coaching hard enough. So yeah, clearly, clearly that team stinks. And that's the other thing, man. That you mean you're you're the Arizona Diamondbacks and you're the worst team in your division. Um, you got nothing to prove by hitting them. Yeah. I mean, even if you're trying to follow the unwritten rules of baseball, it's not like you're the big shot. You just look like, like chumps look at, us. at this point. You really do. It's kind of like uh, Ryan Dempster hitting A-Rod, honestly. Now, everybody wanted him to hit A-Rod. I get that. Um, but the fact is he hit him, and then he allowed him to score. Yeah. And so now you look like the ultimate putts. Remember like, three or four years ago when Lackey was with the Angels and he got tossed after two pitches? Yeah. Because he, yeah, yeah, he yeah. missed Kinsler on the first one and then... <laughs> And then he and then he hit him. I think he right? missed him on the second one. And then right, and then the ump just tossed him out. Right. Gosh. Oh, by the way, Lackey was traded to the Cardinals. That was the other one. Yeah, with Alan Craig going to Boston, yeah. who's now on the DL, and then Joe Kelly, yeah. which you know, I mean, aside from being a local radio media traffic uh, person here, Joe Kelly is also an accomplished pitcher yeah. for the St. Louis Cardinals. I hope he knows that. Um, <laughs> If you're listening, Joe, just you know, just know that you should be reporting soon to Boston. God, that would kill him, wouldn't yeah. it? Oh, boy, Yankees guy. All right. And anyway, um, so that was a weird little that was a weird little trade because they didn't Boston didn't need to trade Lackey. They still had him for next year yeah. at five hundred grand. I think I think he has to be traded. He did. Yeah. And I mean, so. if you're on that team, of course you has to be traded because you're in dead last place. But at the same time, I mean, like Boston didn't have to. And what they got in return was weird. Alan Craig, oh, and Joe Kelly, oh. LVP. Okay, go for What's it. What's the pitcher that Oakland traded to Minnesota for Fold? Oh, Tommy Malone. Yeah, yeah. And then he he got traded because he wanted to be in the starting rotation. And now he's and in now the, he's in Triple A. Yeah. <laughs> well, the was, Twins sent him to Triple A. Yeah. Well, and you know they 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 say that it's to get him acclimated to the system and all that stuff. But still, that really sucks. It's <laughs> like. And and it's the fact that he got traded to the Twins. Honestly, yeah. that's where that's where that comes in for me. It's not the fact that he got sent to AAA. I kind of get that he AAA to AAA kind of thing. It's the fact that you're like, I want to get traded. You know, I'm 
I'm a winning piece on a team, and you go to freaking Minnesota. <laughs> You're not going anywhere, Tommy. That's, yeah. That's No, that's a good solid one. I like that one. That's good. Tommy Malone. Yeah, what a chump. Laugh. Yeah, that was that good. It was a laughable one. It was. It was. So, um, what else you got? There, there uh, was... Josh Burns meeting with the NFL tomorrow. See if he can get reinstated. How do you feel about that? Uh, horrible. Yeah. I, uh, but yeah. But you know what? He's going to get reinstated. But, okay, but who besides the Cowboys is going to pick him up? The Cowboys are going to keep him. And that's it? Yeah. That's the end of the story? He's yeah. going to be on the line? Cool. He'll get reinstated. Dante Stallworth drove drunk and killed a guy, and he was suspended for a year, and then he came back, and nobody talks about it anymore. What if Josh Brent is 24K? <laughs> Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> True detective season two right there. Uh, that just that doesn't sit well with me. You can't freaking yeah. reinstate that. The, worst, the thing with Josh Brent is he, the driving drunk and killing his teammate, but then he failed the drug test twice in between. Yeah. It's, I, he supposedly drank in between there, too. So it's like, Cause he had the you're, monitor. Not even, you're not even trying, man. Yeah, you're not even trying to get clean and again. people tried to act, like claim it was depression and whatnot. I was like, I get that. Okay, but cool. I've been depressed and been a drunk before, too, but if I knew, like, the repercussions of doing that well, and look while why on, you, like, probation yeah. and under house arrest and whatever, if I had an ankle bracelet on, uh-huh. something that monitored my blood alcohol, I I wouldn't do any of that. Yeah. and I would want to stay out of jail as much as And look at the reason why you were depressed. Possible. You don't yeah. think that's going to make it worse? Jeez. Uh, and he's going to get reinstated, one, because the NFL doesn't care, and two, the guy he killed's mom is all on his side and it's true. she's probably going to beg him them to reinstate him yeah probably it's like well the dead guy's mom wants him in the league so uh, that'll, that'll be interesting to see the kind of reaction he gets when he steps foot on an nfl field yeah. for the first time this year no he'll he will be playing for the cowboys yeah, okay he works in their warehouse right now and they're oh that's pro right shop, jones did give him a job right. right 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 like they're they're almost expecting him expecting to have him yeah, I wonder if he could. I wonder if he gets the help. We'll see if he gets. Him. We'll see if he gets suspended or not. But he might not since he didn't play. All. What if they reinstate him and then just suspend him again? <laughs> like this is this is for the first violation of the drug test. Then reinstate him, resuspend him. This is yeah. for the second one. Keep giving him help. Anyway, that's terrible. I, that sounds dumb on my part. Yeah, but anyway, that's happening tomorrow. That's that's great. Can't wait to talk about that next time on yeah. the most valuable podcast. Um, let us know, guys. Uh, you know, other other big MVPs, LVPs from this week in the world of baseball mm. or anything uh, we missed. Basketball. Yeah, which you know we're sure we did. We yeah. you know we we seem to every every time. Yeah, we I usually drive off from here. I'm like, damn it, oh, I should have said, said, said something. Right. I had uh, a great line for that one. Yeah, too. no kidding. Jeez. <laughs> um, but yeah, let us uh, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. Like us. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at. MVP Next Wave. You can follow me at Next Wave MLB and Danny over there at Center Stage DS. You can like us on Facebook at The Most Valuable Podcast. And of course, subscribe to us on iTunes because we're on iTunes. That's really cool to say. Yeah. Right. And go check out the rest of the shows on the Next Wave Radio Network at nextwave-radio.com. And Danny, as always, I'm going to let you send us away with a happy, happy thing. Giannis Saspidus. What, 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 what? What, 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 what? We like sports and we don't care who knows. From the pregame jokes to the wrap-up show. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Football, 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 tennis, hockey, golf. Throw me the baseball. Now toss me the pigskin. Now feed me the rock. Now give me the rock.
You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's f***ing gold.